This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Tim Barbalace in for Ken Wyman today and tomorrow with Jason Lockenfora on Inside Access 105.7 The Fan. No Orioles baseball tonight, but there is baseball in Aberdeen as the Ironbirds are hosting the Cyclones tonight from Ripken Stadium. And now let's bring in one of those Ironbirds, 2020 first-round pick Jordan Westberg. What's going on, Jordan? Going well. How are you guys? We're 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 doing great. Probably not as 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 good as you are though. I was thinking about you last night. I'm watching multiple games, watching the Orioles game, watching you guys and the and the uh and Bowie and others on MILB TV and and watching the College World Series. And you guys had a doubleheader, so you're playing ball from 4:30 to like 10 at night. Probably not a whole lot of time between games. Were were you able to pay attention to what your your boys in Mississippi State were doing and, and how excited are you? Oh, I I'm pumped. Uh first off, I mean, couldn't be more excited to be in a uh, Mississippi State alum, and uh, couldn't be more proud of those guys in that team, just knowing a lot of those guys and knowing the staff. Um, but, yeah, yesterday was a full day of baseball for me. Um, I, I chose not to follow the game and get any updates because I the dogs seem to do better when I'm kind of in the dark. Gotcha. So uh, I actually, once we got done with that second game of the doubleheader, I sprinted into the locker room, saw that it was 9 nothing. I got to watch the final three outs, uh, which was pretty special. And um, but yeah, it was a good way to end the night, um, especially after you know a, a long day of baseball to be able to kind of uh, take yourself away from what you do as a baseball player and kind of be a fan of the school that you went to was pretty special. So, have you been able to talk to some of your former coaches and teammates? And then, what what kind of party is in store down there? I'm I'm guessing fairly epic. Yeah, I've reached out to just about everybody uh, that I can on that team and on that staff. Uh, I don't expect to get a whole lot of answers, but <laughs> I know that I know that their phones are blowing up and they're enjoying the party of a lifetime. Um, Starkville's probably burned to the ground by now. Uh, I can't even imagine what's going on. Um, I'm just uh, I'm honestly a little jealous that I can't be there to celebrate. But um, yeah. I'm su- like I said, I'm super happy for those guys. I'm super proud of being a Bulldog and uh, 
it's pretty amazing. And Jordan, before we get to your professional career now with uh, Aberdeen, obviously a landmark event happened in the NCAA yesterday, allowing student athletes to profit off their name, likeness, and image. Uh, what did you think about that finally coming to fruition? Uh, I think it's about dang time. Uh, yeah. I think that the NCAA needed to have that ruling uh, a long, long time ago. Um, I think student athletes do a lot for NCAA's brand, and and they deserve to have that right. I couldn't be happier for the for the future of NCAA athletes and what they can experience and kind of get the profit off of. Well, I promise we're going to ask about you in a second here, but um, you, you're doing your thing last night in that doubleheader, and you're, you're two for four against Brooklyn. The other night you got three hits. You were actually safe at first by a mile. I don't know how they called you out there. But your little brother, Gunner, had been struggling. And, man, I'm watching the other night, and he's lining things opposite field, and somehow it's going foul. And then Brett Batty's making plays out of his mind. And poor Gunner's 0 for 20. And then you guys are rallying last night in the second game, and he finally gets his knock. I know you you mentor him in some ways. What was that like for him, and how relieved were all you guys when he finally just got that silly monkey off his back? We all know he's going to hit at this level, but it was just a weird set of circumstances there. Yeah, super weird for a guy that talented to go through a stretch like that. And and you got to remember, um, being as young as he is, man, he put so much pressure on himself that uh, when he did get that hit late in the game in a really big yes. spot for us, I mean, really big, like – um, it was awesome for him to come through like that. And I basically just told him after the game, like, Hey, now we go, you know, like now it's time to go. You know, you have, you got it off your chest. You can breathe now. Now it's you, it's time for you to be just Gunnar Henderson. You know, it, it's, there shouldn't be any pressure to play in this game. And the pressure that does come with it is a privilege. Um, and I just basically tried to encourage him like, Hey man, it's done. It's over with like, you're good enough to be here. You know, there's a reason that you're here. Um, and, yeah, I, I know it was tough for him. It was tough for all of us on the dugout scene, seeing him go through it. He had a couple of just, just tough luck things. Yeah. Like you said, Brett Beatty. I think I overheard him and Gunner talking. It was like Brett's second game in the field, making a web jump play like that. Yeah. Like um, Just some, some tough luck. But uh, we're all happy for him that it's over with, and we know he's going to produce. Uh, it was only a matter of time. We're speaking to uh, Orioles 2020 first-round pick Jordan Westberg, Tim Barblason for Kenny with Jason. It's inside access on the fan. And let's get to you now, Jordan. And look, your bat's been really picking it up over the past couple weeks. And at this point, you've played more games at Aberdeen than Delmarva, where you were just crushing it to begin this season. How much of a jump was it from low A to high A ball? Um, I knew it was going to be a little bit of, a, uh, of an adjustment. Um, you know, because as you move up, every level gets better. But um, it definitely was more of an adjustment than I thought when I first showed up. Uh, you know, I didn't get off to quite a hot start that I wanted to. But I've been able to, like, like I just said, just keep continue make adjustments, continue to learn from not only the positives but the, the negatives. And I'm starting to feel like I'm getting uh, a little bit more comfortable. Um, I'm starting to, you know, uh, challenge myself and get out of my comfort zone a little bit, which is always good to, as a player. And, uh, you know, the the games, the good games are starting to pile up here and there. So it's been good. It's been a lot of fun. Um, I, I enjoy playing uh, the game every single day. And um, like I said, it's just a matter of continuing to make adjustments pitch by pitch and game to game. 
Well, even when you were scuffling a little bit the, the first week up there, you still kept producing in clutch situations. Um, 19 runs driven in in 24 games. That'll, you keep doing that, young man. You'll find yourself in Cooperstown. Um, that part of it seem, it just seems to be sort of baked in your, in your cake a little bit. What, does your adrenaline flow a little differently when there's ducks on the pond? Is that something that you've always prided yourself on? Always, always. Even, you know, I think that started when I was in college, you know, being, um, I want to say like my freshman year, you know, I didn't play a ton my freshman year. And when I did, um, a lot of my at-bats were, in my mind, team at-bats, right? I I wasn't necessarily trying to hit a homer every time I was trying to get the job done for a team. And um, as I got older and as I played through at Mississippi State, you know, throughout college and then now in professional baseball, I still take a lot of pride in being a good hitter with runners in scoring position. Um, it doesn't always mean getting a hit. It, sometimes it means, you know, just getting the, moving yep. the ball somewhere, getting the ball out of the infield, allowing that run to score. But um, I do take pride in that. And I know that whenever I step up to the bat with runners in scoring position, I just try to slow everything down, not try to do too much and um, do what I can to bring those guys home. Well, besides just the jump in level, there is a major jump in playing surface when one goes from Delmarva to Aberdeen. I'm not a fan of that carpet there. I've asked Michael Elias about it. He said, look, Toronto, uh, Tampa, they're going to be on artificial stuff for a while, and we want our guys to have some experience with it. But you playing third, playing short, I'm sure you've dealt with it in the SEC and other places, but it, it, it's your home field. Is it How big of an adjustment is that for you and some of the other guys? Is that something that's a topic of conversation when you make the drive from Delmarva to Aberdeen? Uh, not really. You know, um, I think all turf plays similar in a way. Um, some's more bouncy than others. Some's slower or faster. But um, at the end of the day, playing the infield is about having good feet, having good rhythm. And um, the one thing that I've really enjoyed being here in Aberdeen is getting to work with Tim Dijon, our infield coach. Um, he's he's really been a mentor to me in a lot of ways. Um on the infield, I know he's helped me a ton since I've gotten with the organization. And um, for me, it's just about, you know, going through my routine every day, making sure I'm checking all the boxes when it comes to my defensive work and trusting the fact that no matter if we're playing on turf or, you know, uh, your traditional dirt and, and field uh, or dirt and grass field, that uh, my feet are going to be moving the right way. I'm going to be in the right spot. I'm going to be in a, a good position to field the ball and make a good throw. Um, every time I get the opportunity. And Jordan, sticking with your uh, defense, you're a primary shortstop, but you also get a good amount of run at third base because of your buddy uh, Gunnar Henderson getting some time at short. But uh, what's your comfort level at the hot corner? I think I'm definitely getting more comfortable over there. Um, like you said, the ability to be um, to be able to split time between short and third, um, it has been an adjustment, but it's something that I've embraced. It's something that I am going to continue to work at because um, ultimately the goal is to get to the big leagues. And once you get there, you really don't have an idea of where you're going to end up. So um, the more positions I can add to my tool belt and the, the more comfortable I can be at different spots is only going to help me in my career. So I'm just I'm doing my best to embrace it and uh, continue to work and get better every day. Before we let you go, Jordan, I want to ask you about the same guy I asked you about at the end of our last interview over a month ago. Because at that point, I, I I personally had watched a lot of them, and I'm like, this isn't a blip. This kid's got a special eye-hand coordination thing going on, that short swing. 
J.D. Monty, undrafted, you know, I guess we want to say he was a seventh rounder or whatever. We only had five rounds in the draft, whatever. However, that would have played out. Um, you were with him in Delmarva. He quickly gets promoted. Um, now he's got an OPS north of 1,000 in, in high A. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm fascinated to see where this goes next because I, I have a feeling you, you and he may be making uh, future jumps up the ladder at, at similar times. Yeah, I, I mean, I said it in the first interview. Yeah. The dude just hits. Like, it, he finds ways to just put the barrel on the baseball consistently and make good contact. And um, it's amazing to get to watch him every single day. He does things that a lot of people um, don't do on a consistent basis. Uh, you know, drives the ball to the opposite field um, with the best of them, in my opinion. And, and now he's adding the poolside pop to his game. Like, um, it's pretty special to watch. And, um, such a good guy. You know, I, I can't say enough good things about him. He's a great clubhouse guy. He's a fun guy to be around and, um, and he's producing it. And, um, hopefully we can move up the ladder together. Um, as with a lot of these young yep. guys in our organization, we can all make an impact at some point in the big league. He's Orioles 2020 first round pick Jordan Westberg. And Hey, the O's are off tonight, but the Ironbirds they are playing at home tonight against the Cyclones. 705 first pitch to so go out and see Jordan Westberg and the rest of the Ironbirds out there tonight. And Jordan, thanks so much for taking the time, man. We appreciate it. Yep. Thank you guys. Thanks. Wish Gunner a happy 20th. No, no beers for him yet, but wish him a happy birthday. I will. I will. <laughs> All right, get your text messages in to Cordell Woodland at 410-583-1057. That's the Plaza Ford text line. We're doing the text of the day coming up next. And also, Ken Wyman has experimented into the culinary field as he brought in what looks to be a pasta dish. So we'll get Jason and Cordell's thoughts on that next. Tim Barbalace in for Ken Wyman. It's Inside Access, and we're taking up until 6, where Mike Popovic takes over on 105.7 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.